Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how different areas have different spirits over them. And you could take this in a literal sense of like a demonic entity that is the ruler of that place. You could also just take this as kind of a more um, secular meaning where people will talk about the spirit of the age or the the atmosphere or something like that. So I'm I'm not going to be really dogmatic about how you need to interpret what I'm saying, but I just wanted to bring this up because I feel like this is so uh, helpful in terms of even understanding our own place in the world and our experiences. And if you have never experienced any of this, that's also totally fine. Um, I don't think that any of us are more privileged or less privileged with the specific gift mix that the Lord has given us, that we get to actually just live our lives in concert with him and that each of us has a unique expression of uh, the Lord's heart. And so if you have never experienced any of this, then you just get to say, that's awesome that other people do. That's great. <laughs> so be blessed. <laughs> Lord bless you. Um, yeah, so, you know, a few months ago, I went to Washington State, and I landed in Seattle, and as I was landing, I got a witchcraft headache, and that's not uncommon for me. Um, if somebody has cast a curse, hex, or spell, I'll just get kind of a flare-up of a headache out of nowhere, and then I just say, no, Lord Jesus, thank you that you protect me from any curse, hex, or spell. I refuse to partner with it. I thank you, Jesus, for your blood that covers me, and... I break myself free from this curse or I cut myself free and may it not harm me. And I bless myself with power, love, and a sound mind. Something like that. It's I don't really have a formula. It's more just however I feel I'm supposed to pray at that time. So as soon as that I prayed that, the headache went away and it didn't come back. And that particular day was a beautiful sunny day, I think, in Seattle. And then I drove up into the mountains to go on a hike with a friend. And it was very sweet because I asked my friend, like, what's the spiritual atmosphere over Seattle? And she was like, I don't know. And it really surprised me because she hears from the Lord so clearly. She has these very beautiful conversations with him. And so I expressed surprise, like, wait, what do you mean you don't hear from, or like, you don't feel it? And she said, no, this is like my superpower. I don't feel anything, which means I can go into any environment and I'm fine. I don't have, um, yeah, I don't have these impingements on, on my person. So I can go to Indonesia. I can go to Honduras to places that other intercessory friends might find extremely oppressive. And for me, I just walk through them blithely, like here I am, hallelujah. <laughs> but she said, I can tell you what other people um, who are more sensitive in the spirit would say about Seattle. So the good thing about Seattle is that it has a lot of innovation and a lot of creativity. Uh, there's just new things popping all the time. It's an affluent area. Um, so the, the Lord really blesses the businesses that come here. Um, but then on the downside, there is a lot of sexual confusion. There is a lot of witchcraft. Um, there's yeah, I think probably an oppressive spirit would be fair to say. And so 
there, yeah, I thought that that was so beautiful though, kind of the positive and the negative. And then she asked, well, what about where you live? And so I live outside Charlottesville, Virginia. The University of Virginia is in Charlottesville and Monticello, which is the beautiful home on the back of the nickel is also there in Charlottesville, home of Thomas Jefferson. And, you know, there was a season when we would go up to church where the pastor would mention Jefferson from the pulpit every week. And this went on for months. And at that point, I thought, boy, he's not mentioning any other character other than perhaps Jesus every week. So I started to notice this kind of cult of Jefferson, like Jefferson was a genius and he made all of these amazing advances in society. And I mean, it's all true. It's all good. But um, that sense of being really rational and wanting to maybe parse things out, maybe a little bit less relational. Um, You know, I I feel like I'm a fairly relational being and it has not been easy to find um, friends in person in Charlottesville, which is, it's just an interesting thing to note. And so I don't know that that would sum up Charlottesville. I think there is... in some ways, a Southern hospitality sweetness to the city. I love it. I, I truly love Charlottesville so much. There's also racism. Um, there's also a lot of confusion. And there's also a lot of young people who are seeking to do good in the world. So I offer that. And then I also would say, as you travel, it can be just kind of a fun little experiment to say, what can I learn about the places I drive through what will the Lord show me? And I was on a drive at one point with a client in Washington, um, same trip, just a few days later. We were more in the rural center of the state at that point. And we were chatting about farming and community. And and all of a sudden, I thought, I just want to take a nap. But I hadn't wanted to take a nap at all 15 seconds before. And I looked around and I was like, wait, did we just cross a county line or move into a different city? And sure enough, we had. And so the place where we had just entered was a place that was known for um, the marijuana growing and consuming. And uh, yeah, it has the nickname Dope Lake. And I thought, oh, well, that would explain this sense of deep fatigue that just came on me kind of out of the blue. And so that was that was beautiful to say I can identify it. I'm refusing to partner with it. Spirit of lethargy, go to Jesus. And in the place of that, I've blessed myself with power, love, and a sound mind. And then I could just move on with my day, you know, because that wasn't really the thing I was called to pray for at that moment. Um, yeah, so I just... I ask, Lord, that you would bless these, my brothers and sisters, as they go through this world, that you would give them uh, an increase in their spiritual antennae, that they would be able to recognize what you're doing in any given moment, that they would be able to sense the, the spiritual atmospheres around them, and that they would be able to pray for change in accordance with your will. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I ask for... Um, the ability to be less 
receptive to those things in the times when they need to be less receptive and more receptive in the times that you're asking them to pray. So we thank you and praise you in your precious name. Amen.